Good morning, everybody. We have a lower trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down five cents at 5.05 and a quarter. November soybeans down seven and three quarters at 12.71 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat down 12 cents at 6.97 and a half. December Kansas City wheat down 11 and a half cents at 6.93 and a quarter. December spring wheat down 11 at 8.83 and a half. That's a new, uh, I think, three-month low in the December corn contract lowest since May. Uh, if you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, really appreciate it. Leave me a rating or a review if you have not already. If you are watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, my goal, again, is to get to 5,000 subscribers. We're at about 2,800. I think we can do it here over the course of the next several months. I am also uh, live streaming on Facebook this morning, which is something that I haven't done for a while. So if you think I should live stream uh, this stuff every morning on Facebook. Let me know. Uh, leave a comment. If you think it's a bad idea, let me know. Leave a comment. Uh, that would be much appreciated. If you guys need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website. Click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. I send out a ton of information uh, to my subscribers every single day, guys. It's a $49 a month subscription. Uh, you'll get my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. You will get my text message service. You will get my subscriber-only videos. There's at least one subscriber-only video uh, per day every business day, and I talk about uh, things very specific in regard to grain marketing, grain markets, uh, uh, cash grain recommendations. Uh, yesterday, I sent out two videos, as a matter of fact, because we had this FSA acreage situation that needed to be addressed. Uh, you don't need a trading account to, to participate in this. It's a monthly deal built to your credit card. You can cancel at absolutely any time. No questions asked. As I've said before, I will not try to sell you anything else. This is a standalone product. Um, so certainly check that out, guys. So we had this situation yesterday where the FSA leaked, I guess leaked, some acreage data on its website. And the FSA was slated to release their September acreage numbers on Friday afternoon uh, at, I think, 1 o'clock. Um, and in any case, the acreage numbers were uh, posted to their website yesterday uh, during the day, and then they were taken down. And then I guess FSA decided that uh, since some people had seen him, maybe everybody should see him. So the, the acreage data is available. Uh, it was supposed to be released again Friday. It was released two days early. Uh, they put this statement up on their website uh, discussing the situation. Uh, the general gist of this thing is this, guys. You know, there was, there was some stuff floating around yesterday, like this was a big surprise and it was going to be a big market mover. Uh, it, in fact, was not. The, the FSA data... And I'm not going to really get into crunching the numbers here, but what it did, in my opinion, is essentially confirmed what we already knew to be true. And that is uh, the idea that corn and soybean acreage are likely to uh, rise in future reports. Uh, some of this could come Friday. Uh, maybe all of it comes Friday. General consensus here is that corn acreage for this year probably rises by a million to a million and a half. Soybean acreage may rise by a couple hundred thousand up to maybe half a million. And those numbers are different depending on uh, which group you listen to or, or whose analysis you're following. But in any case, I think you will see some of that in Friday's report. Do you see all of it in Friday's report or tomorrow's report? Um, I'm not sure about that, but you're very, very likely to see higher corn and soybean acreage numbers uh, for this year printed in these USDA reports, probably starting tomorrow. Now, USDA will release their monthly crop production and WASD report tomorrow morning. Uh, in general, you've got, in my opinion, a, a bearish tone expected versus last month. So you've got, you know, your average trade guess in regard to corn and soybean yields are both higher uh, versus last month. 
uh, we're now expecting higher acreage numbers. There's also some issues on the demand side. You know, shipments of both corn and soybeans did not finish the old crop marketing year very strong because of uh, hurricane issues at the Gulf. So that's an issue. We've seen slow ethanol production, um, largely because of that big cash inverse in the corn market. I think the ethanol producer has just been waiting on cheaper corn. We've had a slower soybean crush pace. So I think you could see potentially some negative stuff on the old crop balance sheets in regard to demand. Um, what does USDA do with new crop demand when they make these supply adjustments? I'm not too sure about that, but there's there's some negative stuff here and kind of a negative tone going into this thing. China bought some more U.S. soybeans yesterday. A USDA reported a flash sale of 106,000 metric tons. That's 3.9 million bushels. China's been a little bit more aggressive in regard to soybean purchases as of late, but still total Chinese soybean purchases uh, for this marketing year, which just began here. Um, they're 41% behind where they were last year. Total U.S. soybean export sales for the marketing year are running 27% behind last year's pace. USDA is projecting only a 9% year-over-year decline. So uh, despite the fact that we've seen some sales here, we have some work to do in regard to the export uh, export sales for this marketing year in soybeans. Canada's wheat stocks larger than expected. Stats Canada pegged the country's wheat stocks at 5.71 million metric tons. That's uh, quite a bit above USDA's estimate. Um, total Canadian wheat stocks as of July 31st were actually up almost 4% versus the same date last year. I think that that data from Stats Canada was at least partially responsible for some of the weakness that we've seen in the um, uh, wheat market here this last day or two. The Biden administration says it will be tougher on U.S. meatpackers. Uh, they're going to send $1.4 billion in COVID stimulus money to small meat producers and workers. Uh, administration aides uh, said on their website that they also plan to crack down on illegal price fixing. Um, of course, we know that four companies control 85% of the cattle slaughter in the U.S., uh, Tyson, Cargill, JBS, and National. They have too much control in the view of many, and this has been problematic for uh, uh, smaller ranchers and cattle producers. Uh, there's no specifics here, though, and there's been a lot of talk about cracking down on this deal, but I don't know if, if any of this actually comes to fruition, but that's what's uh, being reported here. We've got an ethanol report today. We hope to see some better numbers, although it may still take a couple of weeks because cash corn is, is still expensive. Although, again, that big cash inverse in the corn market uh, is is in the process of collapsing here, essentially. Uh, the cattle market got beat up again yesterday. It was down another not quite a dollar in the fat cattle and feeder cattle had some losses as well. So it's been an ugly correction there. Um, I don't think there's been much in terms of cash trade yet this week on that fed cattle exchange, 123 to 124, I think on average. Um, so we'll see what develops here later in the week. And the outside market's fairly quiet. The US dollar is marginally lower. The S&P's down about 12 points. The Dow's down eight. Bonds up a couple ticks. Uh, precious metals just a little bit higher. Crude oil is up 40 cents in the uh, October WTI at 69.70. Uh, everyone have a wonderful day. Uh, we will talk to you same time tomorrow.